I'm sure you heard about zodiac signs in astrology, but have you heard of human design? On today's episode, we welcome Christina Shepard back on the show. Today, we're going to talk about how human design can support you as a coach. Christina Shepard, accredited coaching supervisor and a certified life coach. She is, a pas- she is passionate about all things coaching and mastery, psychology, and recently human design, and has a wealth of knowledge to support you to become the author of your life. Make sure to bookmark our show and follow our podcast so you don't miss out on our fantastic Matrix members. Christina, it's great to have you back on the show again. How have you been since our last time? I'm so excited to be back. Thank you for inviting me again, Sam. Um, I've been good. I've been growing a human being inside of me. So I'm now officially in my third trimester. And yeah, it's been um, a challenging and wonderful experience at the same time. So I've been busy, to say the least. (laughs) Yes, God bless you. I love the good news and that's so exciting. How are you introduced to human design? Well, human design kind of started popping up in like on Instagram. I just started seeing people sharing something about human design and delving and diving into um, the information about their specific human designs. And I remember it was 2020, the very first pandemic, where um, one of my um, kind of fellow Instagram friends shared how they ordered this um kind of like pdf file the information about their human design from a fellow practitioner human design practitioner and how reassuring they found the information within and i was intrigued um, and it was a very simple way of me just to get introduction into my own human design and so i ordered that pack and it provided information about strategy profile and some main things that are in your human design chart and i just remember the feeling of wow this is so true i feel very seen and it just normalized so many things about um about my energy about how i operate in this world and just to give you a bit of an example i'm a projector and the thing about projectors is that we have that condition and that we are lazy low energy <laughs> we can't keep up with the rest of the world and there is actually a very good explanation to that in in human design philosophy so yes my introduction happened through a recommendation sometime in 2020 and yeah since then i've been provoked and intrigued <laughs> and fascinated by uh, by this modality what about you um, i got introduced to human design during a um a trade show and i was selling children's toys and i met this girl that was like selling hot packs and then she introduced me to this guy named panda and then he introduced me to the human design and i resonated with it right away because um it was is similar to astrology but had a different approach to it and i found it to be more specific to my condition my life condition like um for example when we're not acting in our design that we'll feel some people feel like symptoms like bitter, bitterness for me it's like frustration and so when i realize i'm being i'm frustrated in life or something's frustrating me i know i'm living outside of my design and that if i'm living in harmony i'm supposed to have satisfaction so it gave me more a more of a groundedness to 
analyze my state and to make sure like to, to kind of keep the checks and balances of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt the same. Like when you said that, yes, I've heard of astrology, but human design felt a little bit more specific. I felt exactly the same. Although like I love astrology as well. I think there is a lot of wisdom that can be found in it, but human design does hit different. Mm. Can you? I love when I go to the gym and I see smoothie bars. However, I don't love smoothie bar prices. With my BlendJet 2 portable blender, I can make smoothie bar quality beverages for a fraction of the price, right before or after my workout. Blend anytime, anywhere with BlendJet 2 portable blender. Go to BlendJet.com and use the code ORGANICMATRIX12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Tell us the difference between a projector, a generator, and a manifester. Ooh. <laughs> well, those are different strategies, different types. Um, the main difference, I suppose, is what makes them click and feel happy, like when they're in their energy. So the energy of projectors, I'm a projector, is success. And it's important for us to feel like we are successful in what we do. Um, now, everyone will have their own definition of success. It's not only money uh, related or it's not only about things looking cool in your CV. It can it actually very often it's actually very often about recognition and when people reflect back and mirror back how useful uh, something that you did was to them. So that's the projector's theme. It's like the inspiration for their soul's path. When it comes to generator, generator is like the life force on our planet. And I am so freaking grateful for generators in this world, to be honest, because whilst projectors cannot, and manifestors actually, as a matter of fact, cannot keep up and we have different levels of energy, generators, they, they have this beautiful ability to keep going and continue creating amazing results as long as they're following what sets their soul on fire, what lights them up. Um, even though they have the ability to keep up and actually regenerate through doing things, um, it, they still can get quite burnt out, but just because they're doing something that's really not aligned with their values and they're really not passionate about it. I think passion is something that is so important and crucial for generators. They gotta be passionate about what they're doing. Um, projectors gotta be fascinated by what they're doing to pursue their the passions um, to gain more knowledge. And generators gotta be passionate about what they're doing so that they continue doing those things and feel joyful as a result of it. I see you're nodding. I hope this has resonated with you because I know that you're a generator. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't mm -hmm. I totally agree because at first I was like, I don't know if it's the ADHD, but I would get hyper fixations and like upset I would get obsessed over things and um I'll have I would think that i I had all these false notions of what my purpose was in the past. Because mm -hmm. like I would just change hobbies. I would be like, oh I like music. Oh, I like um, making podcasts. Like, oh, I like wrestling. So I would just like always change my interests. Um, 
And I noticed that my the habit of being a generator, I would fall into this pattern of people pleasing. Like if I found a mentor that I looked up to and they said I would be good at something, I would completely invest instead of asking myself what I want to do. Mm. Yeah, you just touched on something so deep here. And, and that's kind of the point that I always keep in mind when I talk about human design. Because it's part of our human nature, don't you think, to sometimes wanting to find that magic pill and put it on the pedestal <laughs> or wanting to find that one thing that's going to solve all problems and put it on the pedestal. Where in reality, the thing that I like about human design is that very often it's referred to as an experiment. It's not like this is it. This is who you are. Go and live your life in according in accordance with this design and like don't you dare do something different no 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 it's something for you to start with you know you get this information about your human design about your profile strategy gates whatever it is that you're interested in exploring and then you trying them on as different outfits accessories shoes and see how it feels the on the pedestal is always your inner feelings, your inner world, how you feel about certain things. Because if something doesn't feel aligned to you and you realize, you know what, that doesn't quite fit, that doesn't quite feel right, then who cares? You know, like, th throw, like, um, take what, what's useful, leave what's not. And, and I like that approach about human design because sometimes we tend to just value external perspective and external opinion over our own unique feelings about certain things. To, to, to finish um, answering your, your question, um, manifestors, they, they personally fascinate me. And I, I used to, like one of my former clients is a, is a manifester. And one thing I learned is that don't try to tell manifesto what to do. <laughs> they, um, they, the way I kind of, imagine them and and it's just my personal visual they, they have very big energy and it's wonderful that we have manifestors because they're here to initiate other people into doing something and i personally enjoy being around manifestors because and i'm, I'm not kind of listening to what they're saying and how they're unintentionally or intentionally initiating people into certain things. Uh, one of my former clients who, who's a manifesto told me, actually, Chris, why don't you do this? Um, and she, she offered me like this huge, huge vision that is bigger than me. And at the time felt overwhelming, but also exciting at the same time. And I'm like, wow. And, and she was like, because if you did that, I, I would have signed up. I would have joined that program. Um, and the beauty of, I'm sorry, I'm so pregnant. I'm noticing that I'm getting out of breath <laughs> and the beauty of manifestors is that they can see things as well. And they have that very powerful energy. So projectors have very potent energy and, uh, manifestors have very powerful energy. And it's this power that sometimes it takes time for them to a recognize be admit about themselves and see own and that's probably something that's you know manifest manifestors are um unleashing and unfolding throughout their whole life hey there health and wellness enthusiasts are you tired of sifting through countless supplement brands 
at their bold claims only to be disappointed by the quality or results? Your search ends here with Bulk Supplements. At BulkSupplements.com, they're dedicated to providing you with the finest, most reliable nutritional supplements without the fluff or gimmicks. Their products are thoroughly tested and come in their purest form so that you can trust that you are getting the best. With over 500 supplements available in bulk, including vitamins, minerals, herbs, mushrooms, amino acids, proteins, you'll find exactly what you need to support your fitness journey, boost your immune system, or enhance your overall well-being. Why should you choose BulkSupplements.com? Purity. They prioritize the highest quality ingredients without unnecessary additives. Affordability. Our, their bulk options make you get more value for your money. Convenience. Shop easily online and enjoy hassle-free shipping right to your doorstep. And variety. Explore their extensive selection to find the perfect supplements for your unique needs. Transform your health and wellness routine with the power of BulkSupplements.com. Visit their website and use the promo code ORGANICMATRIX for a discount off your future purchases. Experience the difference that pure, high-quality supplements can make in your life. Remember, it's not about the supplements. It's about investing in a better you. How can we check out our design if our Matrix members are interested in looking at their design? Oh, that's very easy. You just go into Google and find any kind of website that will um, bring up your unique human design chart. All you need to have is your date, time of birth and place of birth. So that's why human design is kind of like, it feels like um, the sister of astrology just because it uses the same, the same information. And they incorporate like the philosophy of chi in it, right? Like with the gates... Like with the what? With the gates inside of the body, like is yeah, is it yeah. like the chi? Probably. So the thing about human design and how I incorporate it, I'm still very, very much kind of like learning this modality and seeing what is actually useful for coaching approach. Because as a supervisor, I'm here to help other practitioners to serve their clients in a way that feels very authentic to them. And that's something that I've kind of uncovered as part of my work and my practice that um, take like a pool of 10 coaches. All of them can go to the same coach training, learn the same things. And some of them will feel like fish in the water and they will be like, yeah, I can do this. And some of them will feel like they don't quite fit in. And something like coaching feels a little bit clunky. Something doesn't quite feel right. All of them are brilliant students. So it's it's about the question of what's authentic to each one of you. And coaching styles will be different. And so the way projectors coach is very different to how generators coach. And the way 1-3 profile coaches is very different to how profile 6-2 coaches. And so this is what I'm most interested in about and unless we like you know before we go into gates or any other intricate details of human design charts it's important that we nail those foundations first and foremost and that's type energy projector generator manifester and profile and once we 
kind of nail that down and get on board with our authentic style of operating and serving other people and being in conversation with other people, then we can go to down to more intricate details. Define centers is the next step after that. What are some insights that human design gave you personally when you started incorporating it into your coaching practice? Mm. In in my practice, well, before I started incorporating incorporating it in a way that's supporting others and understand helping them understand their human design and how it can help them unleash their authentic way of being with their clients, I first had to do it for myself. Okay, so how do I as a projector, what's my strength as a projector coach, as opposed to like a generator coach, for example. And when it comes to projector coaches, um, that's one thing that kind of like took me quite some time to get on board with. And that is as projectors, we are here to see things. So it's very common for us to have some um, clear kind of gift, clairvoyance, claircoisance, uh, uh, Claire, um, there's so many different types. And one of the things that got me really kind of made me feel very seen and reassured is that I always had that sense of inner knowing. It wasn't like seeing, it wasn't hearing, it was inner knowing inside of me, like somewhere in my heart. And I realized that, oh, Claire Coisnance. That's this inner voyant, that uh, inner knowing, that that inner gift. So what does it do to us? So how does it help? How can we harness it as part of our coaching style? And I kind of like went on a path of learning how to frame my inner knowing into reflections and observations in a very unattached way, not being married to them, but offering them to my clients gently. And saying, I might be completely wrong here, but here's what I'm noticing. How do you relate to that? How does it sound to you? What are your thoughts on this? And sometimes clients say, hmm, let me sit with that and think about it. But very often clients say, holy shit. <laughs> you know, they have this like quiet moment of, yeah. <laughs> and they're kind of relaxing into the truth. So. It started with me realizing, okay, so what is my uniqueness as a projector coach? And projectors are like wise owls of human design. They see things, they um, they see how to improve things and make them more efficient as well. And it's um, it's about like owning that wisdom first and foremost, and then being able to frame it in a way that would be useful to different clients that you're working with. So that was my starting point. Um, the second step that took quite some time as well is understanding my profile, which is 1-3. And <laughs> the interesting thing about 1-3 is that I've always classed myself as a lifelong learner. There is a family joke telling that, oh, if only Chris could just earn money by studying, and part of my job is continuous professional development, so yay. And then, you know, that's exactly, you know, should be a millionaire. And uh, it's so true because line ones, they are gaining knowledge from external resources. And it's very different to line twos, for example, or line sixes. 
So my journey be- began with understanding how, what are the strengths of my human design and how I can harness them to enrich my coaching style. Thank you so much, Christina. And um, I'm curious, can you tell us a little bit about the profiles too? Uh, yeah, so so there are like a variety of profiles. You typically have two lines in your profile. One of them is called subconscious and one of them is called conscious. So subconscious is how you see yourself and conscious is something that how others perceive you more readily, like the information about you that is more available to the to, to naked eye um, and like external observer. So... Um, combination of those two lines creates your unique profile how you how you show up and how you operate in this world in terms of how how you learn like if we speak of like focus on coaching it's like how you learn how you gain information um, and what is more natural for you to be doing in order to progress in your life so what's your profile by the way out of curiosity I'm a two-four. Perfect. Yeah, so two-four through line two. So what would be different between you and me is that I go to the external knowledge, like training, certificates, like I love studying books, all this kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm gaining external information and then let it through me. What's important about line twos is actually do the inner journey instead of external do the inner journey of unpacking your personality unpacking your story self-discovery what has formed your psyche your beliefs how your experiences have shaped you what did they teach you what lessons and what wisdom comes from it so it's inside out kind of wisdom I definitely resonate with that because I definitely have a very philosophical inner narrative (laughs) and I'm always like trying to see like I guess like instead of like trying to categorize things I always try to see how things what things foreign things have in common with each other like I like to take two unlikely phenomenons and see like where they relate Mm -hmm. and I think that comes from like my inner psyche like so I definitely resonate with um being in this inner world I always feel like I live in a psychic world and that like led me to naming the podcast organic matrix because we're all in our own sub matrixes we all experience life in our own heads so different that's always fascinated me so now learning about the profiles um and how we navigate where we start off and like how look looking at the world it really fascinates me how does it feel to be a number one and a three like to have external stimuli fascinate you versus the inside out mm. uh, well actually what like the line three helps with the um more of an inner process and internal processing of what line one gathers um so line one is all about like lifelong students let's learn certificates books trainings all of this kind of stuff watching other practitioners other leaders in the coaching industry um coaching uh, their clients or like 
learn, learning in any way, shape or form that is available to us. When it comes to unpacking my line three, so that I use, um, I use the, the whole potential of my, of my design. Line three is all about experimenting. Um, and very often it's called martyr, <laughs> like a victim almost, because line three uh, just has to experience things in order to unlock the inner wisdom. So we gain knowledge from out there and then we apply it on ourselves. And it's actually very healing um, and, and I would say very inspiring for line threes to go out there in the fields and actually apply the things that they learned. Intellectual knowledge is just not going to cut it out for us straight away. <laughs> it's just, it's just going to be very superficial, very blunt, intellectual kind of like no, heady knowledge for it to kind of drop into your body. I'm going to use that very popular word embodiment right now, <laughs> but it's true. In order to embody the transformation and embody the knowledge that you have and turn it actually move from knowledge, intellectual knowledge into wisdom, we got to experience things. We gotta, we got to experiment. We actually have to apply them in our own practice. And this is why when I work with coaches um, and they learn something and I know that they're aligned threes, especially if they're aligned threes, but I, I ask this question in general anyways. It's like, okay, so what are you going to implement? Based on what you've learned, what one or two things are you going to implement in your practice? Because just knowing something, we, we can know that we need to eat healthily, drink lots of water, eat fruits in order to, to feel like healthy and you know strong in our bodies. But knowing and doing the thing are two different things. So line threes have to do things in order to unlock their inner wisdom. I love that. And I agree with you so much. That, well, um, I love that they have to experience things too, because I feel like even um, outside of like particular designs, like there's always a lesson to learn the more that we dive in and we can learn from any combination of profile and uh, either generator or projector or type. Um, and, but what I love about it is that exper experiencing things is really the key to things. Like a lot of, sometimes we can get stuck in conceptualizing what we want to manifest mm -hmm. and we could gather data, gather data, but it's not as fun as doing the experiment. Yeah. And I like the lesson in that. Hey there, coffee lovers. Did you know that your daily cup of joe might be tainted with oils and chemicals? If you follow me on social media, you are well aware that I'm all about checking labels and it's time we say goodbye to these harmful additives in 2023. Shockingly, many of Americans' beloved coffee creamers contain ingredients that you'll never knowingly mix into your coffee, such as canola oil, dispotassium phosphate, and artificial flavors. But don't worry, we've got your back Liard Superfood Creamers. These creamers are made from top-notch, all-natural, real food ingredients, giving you nothing but the best in every sip. Here, an inspiring tale. Liard began tinkering with his morning coffee routine almost 20 years ago. He discovered that adding healthy, adding healthy fats like coconut oil to his coffee not only enhanced the taste, 
but also provided him with incredible energy that lasted throughout the day. Eventually, he crafted the ultimate fuel pack coffee and started sharing his secrets with his surf buddies. So why not make the switch to Liard Superfood Creamers today? Elevate your morning ritual, fuel your day with clean energy, and never worry about hidden and harmful ingredients again. Are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to liardsuperfoods.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code ORGANICMATRIX at checkout to save 15% off your purchase today. What are some situations that human design supports your coaching style? Hmm. So once I did, I, like I talked a little bit about part of, you know, unlocking. So what are the projector strengths as a coach and how can I use it in my coaching? And what about one three? So... <clears throat> So what what helps me to embody more in, in my coaching approach and actually very much normalize it for myself is that it's okay for me to be a lifelong student um, sometimes and, and, and just notice like um, when I have a desire to learn something, where is it coming from? Is it coming from scarcity, I'm not enough? And that is something conditioning around uh, line one. Or is it coming from fascination? Ooh, like I'm, I'm genuinely curious. I really want to know something about this and just following the fascination. Uh, before, I kind of knew the information about line one and what is quite typical and normal for line ones to experience. I used to blame myself for always wanting to know more. Like, why am I like... And I would park my fascinations and then I would feel bitter and wonder why I feel like this. But actually when, as line one, as you when you follow your fascinations, even like without any logical reasons, like why would that be useful for you? Just follow it and it will, uh, it's magical how it works. There will be a session with a client or a conversation with a mentor when you're like, Actually, I just read something the other day about it. Let me try this out. And it's wonderful how it works. And that being said, um, so when the urge to learn something comes from a place of scarcity and I'm not enough, then, okay, that's the call for some inner work. Why do I feel like I'm not enough? So what actually needs to, to happen here? So, yeah, first of all, it was really reassuring and yeah just normalize the fact that being a lifelong student is absolutely fine for me it's just part of my design and yeah and then understanding my line three that actually it's good for me to be um like a working a practicing coach and making sure that i'm always coaching because from that practice comes my wisdom comes aligned content um offers that are needed out there everything from that just you know i could sit down and just plan it in my diary for four hours to think about the content and think about what kind of offers and coaching packages i want to create and i would come up with nothing of substance or i could go have two three coaching conversations with my clients and the idea would come through because i would notice a pattern or something would spark an idea and I'd be like, oh, this piece of content needs to be out there for, for people to feel more confident or more inspired. Or this program needs to be out there for, to support people with this specific thing. 
So that's line three. And with the with the projector um, type as well, projector energy, allowing myself to be that wise guide sometimes and be a little bit more leading in coaching conversations when it felt relevant. And just own that and learn how to contract around this with, with my clients so it's useful and it's still a dialogue, but I don't, um, that sounds a little bit romantic, but dull my spark. I don't park too much. And I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm bringing all of myself into the conversation, which then allows the, the clients to do the same because it's co-creation. I love that you you found it's, it sounds to me that human design kind of solidified your your mission right now in supporting your clients because it, it's like you have to learn you learn from experience and like you have this uh, inner calling to follow your passions and it's awesome that you found a profession where you're always learning something new and you're right on the field experiencing these these practices with your clients and and I love that you mentioned how you end up making like the best offers how it's it looks different for you like maybe somebody could sit down and brainstorm for hours and come out with a masterpiece but I love that you're going right into the field and you're asking the people what they need support in and that you're co-creating with them I think that's beautiful and would you say that human design as a coach the way it supports a coach is it helps you learn your personal coaching style yeah yeah very much it will help you yeah just like unleash your unique coaching style that actually part of you knows that oh it wouldn't be amazing if I could do this in my coaching (laughs) very often coaches have that feeling and then their inner critique or um maybe some conditioning or maybe some of their teachers they kind of um, they tell them that this is not up to ICF standards, for example, or this is not something that our school teaches, or this is not coaching, this is mentoring. And then again, well, who cares? Then your coaching can be infused with uh, mentoring elements. And as long as you're very upfront with your clients about how you're going to support them, and as long as clients consent to this approach and they say, yeah, okay, that sounds good to me, who cares how you're going to get from A to B? As long as you and the client are happy with the the approach, the pace, and the journey you decided together to take, again, as long as it's a path of co-creation, then who cares if it's pure coaching? Who cares if it's pure pure mentorship or a combination of both? Or adding different modalities like tarot cards reading, astrology, human design, and using a variety of self-discovery tools and modalities to support the client's journey towards their dreams. That's the thing. It's like bringing forth, you know, your true essence and um, following it. And this is how we kind of, that sounds a little bit romantic, lofty and spiritual as well, but that's how it feels in my body. This is how we realign with our soul's purpose. We are guided from within and things just fall into places and everything feels right. Um, and I'm very passionate. You can probably hear in my voice, I'm like, I'm very passionate about this. And giving people permission to voice 
that this is something that I want to do, but I'm afraid or I'm not allowing myself to do. I'm like, cool, let's go there. Let's explore it, unpack it. And how can we little by little bring it forth more and more and more every single time you hold beautiful, potent conversations with your clients and we reflect on it and we create your unique coaching approach so that no one coaches like you. I love this so much. And um, with, I know that you're a coach supervisor. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about how you support other coaches? Yeah, sure. So coaching supervision is the industry standards. If you go on the ICF website, International Coach Federation, it says that um, it's important for coaches to be supervised for about 10 hours a year to stay fit purpose. Now, the beauty of this support is that coaching comes from sport. Supervision comes from therapy. So not only it helps you with your competence and your client cases. So what normally happens in supervision, coaches bring their client cases and they say, I currently work with this client. Something feels a little bit off. I don't know whether the quality of our relationship is good enough. I don't know whether my coaching interventions are effective. Or I'm not sure if the client is progressing the way I think they should. And we unpack those situations. So I use specific supervision models to unpack the situation and support coaches in feeling more confident and competent so that they continue using amazing coaching interventions that are helpful and useful for their clients. They feel more confident in their practice. They're not tiptoeing around elephants in the room or feeling afraid about using certain techniques, they're actually uh, co-creating a dialogue with their client with a lot of courage and authenticity present as well. They're not pretending to be somebody else or being smart, especially when sometimes we, um, we're coaching the clients who make us feel a little bit intimidated. Maybe they're older than us. Maybe they're ahead of us financially. Maybe they appear to be more successful or like they have it all. And we as coaches, we might feel a little bit inadequate. And what happens, it creates the dynamic of us wanting to overcompensate. And we begin to effort in the coaching process and trying to prove our worth. No work can really happen then because we, we, have our, we bring our own agenda into the space. And so supervision is really the space to reflect for coaches, bring those cases so that they don't feel alone with their problems. Coaching can often feel like a very lonely profession. We are fortunate that we can work from home and you know run businesses from the kitchen table. That's amazing but also can feel quite lonely because we don't have the team to bounce ideas off of. And having a supervisor is actually having that team where you can go and have that safe haven, safe space where you can unpack, share really vulnerable things, um, celebrate things as well, um, and feel more confident and competent in your coaching practice so that you continue growing, you continue creating beautiful reputation. That also creates referrals. You don't have to market yourself 24-7, you know, and it just benefits your business and benefits how you feel within yourself as a coach. I value the work that you do, Christina, because I was 
I can only imagine like being a solo, like I have a lot of friends that are in the coaching business Mm -hmm. and a lot of, I see a lot of them get, uh, analysis paralysis where they, yeah, they get afraid to pull the trigger. And then, you know, the beginning of like trying to find your first client gets difficult Mm -hmm. and I can see where a coaching supervisor could be imperative for someone's success because trying out one, trying out a new business to you're the, the res- sole responsible person for like the work that's being put out. And then three, the intimidation of the client, because it's easy to feel imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's coaches listening to our podcast right now and they're interested in being supervised by you, where can they find you? Well, for now, the best place is my Instagram. Um, there are tons of posts where I share uh, coaching mastery tips and something that you can just read, consume and feel inspired by or actually, you know, uh, learn a new tool or two and go and implement it in your coaching work that will elevate your coaching practice. Uh, come say hi on Instagram. I, I share uh, potent stories sometimes. There will be more life updates in the next couple of months just because I'm entering a new stage of welcoming a new family member in. And yeah, come say hi. Um, and the website is, is coming soon. <laughs> and I will be creating a library of useful articles just to support other coaches on their journey. Oh, I can't wait to check out your website. It's so exciting. Wow, thank you. Would you like to give our Matrix members some advice before our rapid round fire? Yes. She said and paused for a second. (laughs) Okay, let me formulate it. Okay, I think I got it. So remember how we mentioned that we have that, it's part of our human sometimes, our human nature sometimes to put things on the pedestal or other teachers or mentors. Here's what I'm going to say. Anything outside of yourself is a tool and it's not a magic pill and it's not magic. You are magic. Your inner feelings, your inner wisdom, your inner guidance, your inner nudges and those quiet whispery sensations, that is the magic. Always listen to that. Always put that on the pedestal. Even if it contradicts everything else, (laughs) there is always wisdom to what occurs within ourselves. That is the magic. Always follow that. Do you have kids, little cousins, nieces and nephews? If so, I bet you're tired of the pain from stepping on Legos. And I bet you're fed up with the subpar cardboard jigsaw puzzles. We have a fantastic solution for you today. Go puzzles. These puzzles aren't just like any other ordinary jigsaw puzzle. They're an exceptional work of art, meticulously crafted from genuine wood, breathtaking designs, and distinct shapes. Wanguo puzzles promise not only a delightful but stimulating experience, it'll keep you hooked. And the best part? All the pieces are guaranteed to be included, so you'll never have to worry about an incomplete puzzle again. Indulge your puzzle passion with Wango puzzles, a true treat for your intellect and creativity. Say goodbye to flimsy cardboard and hello to premium wooden jigsaw puzzles. They're 100% wooden and they'll last forever. 
Each piece is hand-drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun, whimsical pieces as you work through it. They come in custom wooden box, which is a perfect gift for storage, with stunning designs and unique shapes. Wongo puzzles are cut above the rest. I love doing the snow globe puzzle myself. It was a great to pull out a puzzle and have it done at night and have it on the table and not have it on the table for a week. What are you waiting for? Go to wongopuzzles.com and pick your puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code ORGANICMATRIX to get 10% off your order. This is the most fun you'll have with the puzzle, I guarantee. Or get your money back. Go to wongopuzzles.com and use the code ORGANICMATRIX to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Thank you, Christina. Your insights always make me feel so alive. And I'm sure our listeners are like loving loving what you're saying. And I and I love your verbiage. I love the romanticizing of life because what is romance to me? It's harmony. And what is love? Harmony. And that's what I want to see. That's what I wish for everybody on this earth. And so thank you so much for bringing this, this wonder into life. Mm-hmm. I love this. Yeah, projectors and generators, they always have very special vibe between them. So I think this is why our dialogue is so smooth and just feels so right. <laughs> makes me proud to be a generator. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite restaurant? Okay, so just because I'm in my third trimester right now, I'm craving Chinese almost like every other night. <laughs> so at the moment, it's it's not even a restaurant because I'm really super heavy at the moment. It's Chinese takeaway at home, watching TV, The Voyager, Star Trek with my husband and just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the the truth that's the reality (laughs) that sounds nice though very cozy yeah (laughs) um what do you often daydream about um well at the moment i'm daydreaming and kind of trying mentally prepare myself I'm, i'm also an aquarius so it's something very common for Aquarius women, they, they use their mind, you know, that's their, that's their power, power of their mind. And I'm, I'm often daydreaming about how I'm going to be a mother of two now and how I'm going to come back to my business after maternity leave. Um, and so my first child is a boy and my second, it's a girl. And I'm often, yeah, I'm often daydreaming about how Okay, so what kind of mother do I want to be? What I want her to see, and how cool would it be if I do what lights me up, lights me up, and I earn money through doing what I love, and at the same time live in line with my values. So, like being a present parent, um, having fulfilling, beautiful, meaningful relationships with my partner. And just creating this lovely family and beautiful home. So I'm often daydreaming about that just because I'm in this period of my life where it's it's hard to envision and like I've never been a mom of two. So I just kind of want to mentally prepare myself in terms of, okay, this is how I want it to be. Let's hold it lightly and take it from there. I'm so excited for your journey. Oh, thank you. Do you... Do you check your kids' um, human design profiles? 
Of course. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, um, like I have this app. I, I'm sure people heard of it. It's um, my human design app by um, uh, Zoe Jenner. Sorry, I forgot the name, but um, it, it's an amazing human design app, and you can add your friends in there. You can add your family. I add everyone I can, <laughs> and just uh, I'm fascinated by. Oh, like let me check your profile. Let me check your your strategy. Like, and yes, of course. Like I, I kind of it, it fascinates me as well. Like understanding because my son is generator, and I'm like, yeah, he's going to have lots of energy, and sometimes for me as a projector mom, that's going to feel a little bit a lot so what do i do with this and okay i'm harnessing my own energy i'm here to be this mama who guides so not necessarily always does things with her child in terms of like together all the time but is present is there and um it kind of reassured me and alleviated a lot of mom guilt as well so what kind of mom do i want to be what would be best for my child and just understanding myself as a parent and also my, my son's human design really helped me just kind of create a combination that works for us and I cannot wait to find out <laughs> who my girl my daughter is going to be like what, what her human design is going to be imagine you have the big three of the manifester generator projector <laughs> Yeah, I kind of have a feeling that she might be a projector like myself. So yeah, we'll have to see. Or at least the same profile, like one, three. I feel like there's going to be some similarity. We'll, we'll check my inner knowing when she comes. Yes, well, I'll have to, I'll have to check in on her. Thank you so much, Christina. I always love hearing your voice and hearing your insights. And I appreciate you sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank you, Sam. It's such a pleasure to be here again. If our talk with Christina inspired you today, please let us know on social media. Also, if you're interested in working with Christina and her team, follow her on Instagram and send her a DM. All feedback is welcome and helps us serve our fellow Matrix members. To stay up to date with our Matrix mentors and what we have in store for you, bookmark our website and subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel. It was great to have you with us on the Organic Matrix show, and we'll be seeing you on the following download.